0: 102, Springfield's Classic Rockets, 536, and Bad Company with back Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, the weather is better than yesterday. It's going to be sunny till later today with a high of 38. Tonight, clear, low of 19. Tomorrow, eh, cloudy with a mix of rain and snow and a high of 39. It's about 22 degrees right now. In downtown Springfield. If you're listening on the podcast later on today, you should know it's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. the got you back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Man, there's so much going on. I'm pretty sure we're talking about the weather. We may get around to talking about Bill Belichick. And some other things, too. All of that in a matter of minutes. and Nagel in Rock 102. When will the snow start? Brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Good people. Rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How they heck are you? Folks, today is Black Monday in the NFL. Today is the day where several head coaches around the league will find out whether they'll be keeping their jobs or whether they'll be escorted out of the building by several members of security. Among those names that could be on the outs, and this should come as no surprise to anybody, Bill Belichick. Is he the greatest coach in NFL history? I suppose you can make a strong case for something like that. But like every great thing that has ever existed, at some point it is no longer all that great. In this case, the Patriots finished their season in dead last in their conference with a horrible record of 4-13. The only postseason action they'll be seeing is in front of their TV sets like everybody else. And of course, it's the worst season of Bill Belichick's entire coaching career. These things happen. And while I wouldn't necessarily pull the plug on the guy myself, I'm not the one who's scheduled to be meeting with him this morning. Today, Bill is scheduled to meet with Mr. Kraft, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to sit there and talk about who was wearing what last night at the Golden Globes. Instead, it'll be likely far less comfortable, despite the Patriots having their highest position in the draft since 1993 when they picked Drew Bledsoe. But the truth is, every great coach at some point is asked to leave. Tom Landry's last season with Dallas ended with a record of 3-13. Same thing with Mike Ditka at his final season with the Saints. Even Chuck Knoll walked out of Pittsburgh with a losing record of 7-9. Perhaps it's time to cut the cord and give the job to someone with a comparatively fractional understanding of the game of football. Who would that be? I don't know. Bill Belichick isn't even out of the door yet. And even though I think he's earned the right to leave in his own accord. I'm not the one uh, making the decision. Unfortunately, the NFL is a results-oriented situation. You either produce results or you produce the keys and clear out your desk. After 23 seasons and six Super Bowls, I'd like to see things end differently, but I'm not the one who is the decision maker here. And thank God for that. But hey, NFMI of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, everybody has different needs. You might need a mighty snowblower. I might need a mere ice scraper. Rockies is your winter storm headquarters before and after the storm. Whether it be ice melts, snow shovels, windshield washer fluid, Rockies has got it all before and after the storm. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 610 and the Black Crows of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 35 tomorrow uh, rain. Uh, moving in throughout the area with a high of 36. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: I have a fascinating story to tell you later on.
1: Fascinating. Fascinating?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's a combination of uh, what, I, what I do over the weekend and another uh, component of a man overcoming incredible obstacles. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm not the man that overcame the incredible obstacles. Why, well, I, uh, I can't wait to hear it. Oh, it's, it, believe me, it's going to be quite a yarn.
1: Uh, a yarn.
0: Oh, I'll be spinning that thing hard. All right. Hard after uh, 7 o'clock.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right. Well, Hollywood Trash is uh, brought to you by, hold on, let me see here. Yes, Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Oh, Hello. yeah. You know what? I, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold. How about
1: now? Now. Somehow you... Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, the Golden Globes went down last night, and luckily nobody got slapped, but someone did get the evil eye from Taylor Swift. Really? Yeah. It was host Joe Coy who incurred Taylor's wrath when he told the following joke. The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. The camera then did uh, cut to Taylor, who uh, iced Joe with her eyes while taking a sip of her wine. Like,
0: hmm. Would you want to be on a bad side on any given day? No, no, no. There's ramifications. That what a weak joke. Yeah, Joe Coy is better than this. I would have, I would
1: have, I don't even know what I would have said, but I would have said something much funnier than that.
0: Well, look at the Chris Rock joke that got him uh, slapped in the face. That wasn't such a great joke either.
1: Most most of those jokes on those shows are not that great.
0: Well, they're not r- usually written by Joe Cole.
1: Right. People are pretending to make a huge deal out of it, but you can easily make the case that Taylor's just going along with the joke and pretending to be mad. That's not even an insulting joke. For he's, he's, thing, it's more of an insult to the Golden Globes.
0: He's better than this.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's better than this. I'm, I, I would have liked to have seen Taylor Swift get up and slap him across the face.
0: You know, if you try telling that joke... Say, like, at a comedy club in uh, Chickabee with, yeah. with a $20 buffet dinner. Yeah. It still wouldn't go over that well. No, it probably wouldn't. Probably you probably lose your appetite. The
1: dinner would probably be better than the comedy show. I'm sure of it. As for the awards, Oppenheimer won Best Motion Picture Drama, while Cillian Murphy, uh, D- Robert Downey Jr., and director Christopher Nolan took home the individual awards. Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon became the first indigenous actress to win Best Female Actor in a Motion Picture Drama.
0: She looks like a Lily.
1: Really? You look like a Lily. Uh, Barbie lost out to Poor Things for Best Musical or Comedy Film, but it did not win the A New Award for Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. And Billie Eilish, did they make that award just for that movie? Just for that. And Billie Eilish took home a globe for the soundtrack song, What Was I Made For? I didn't think Barbie was was any kind of worthy of of any kind of major award for its acting. It was a silly movie. It was much to me like that's, a Naked Gun or a or That's a, the kind
0: of movie that gets Oscars for like costume design. Yeah. You know, or for you know, for set design. Not because it's a good movie.
1: Uh, Poor Things star Emma Stone won Best Female Actor in a Musical or Comedy Category. I like Emma Stone. I'd give her any award she wanted. HBO Succession was named Best TV Drama, while Kiernan Culkin, Sarah Snook, and Matthew McFadden all won for their work on it. And The Bear won Best TV Musical or Comedy. That's a comedy?
0: It's kind of a comedy. Some parts are funny.
1: I thought it was like a a dramedy. It's a dramedy, yeah, Yeah. but
0: the parts that are funny are fairly funny.
1: And stars Ayo Edibiri and Jeremy Allen White won acting awards for that. Uh, and you can go check out all the winners to, th- that your little heart desires.
0: I'm just going to take your word for it.
1: Well, I'm not going to go through them all. Thank you. Except for Best Drama, Oppenheimer. Best Actress in a Drama, Lily Gladstone. Best Actor in a Drama, Silly. I already read these.
0: You don't need to go through it again. Are you sure? I'm positive.
1: Uh, David Soule died Thursday. After what his family called a valiant battle for life, he was 80 years old. He was uh, known for best playing Hutch in the 70s buddy cop show Starsky and Hutch. Now, why did I think he played Starsky? Well, because it's hard to to distinct between the two. You remember his uh,
0: classic hit, Don't Give
1: Up on Us, Baby? I never... No, he
0: sang. Oh my, you didn't know? No. Oh, I gotta find this for you. All right. I gotta. F- oh. This well, is- we
1: we can get into it a
0: little bit later. No, yeah. no, there's no time. There's, uh, no, there's no
1: time like the present. He was best known for playing Hutch in the '70s buddy cop show starts and Hutch, alongside Paul
0: Michael Gla-
1: Glaser. Glazer Glazer. Soul. Right.
0: Also, what? You ready for a kick-ass rock and roll ballad? Yep. No. Oh. David Soul. This takes you back a few years, Steve. Takes you back to when I was probably in grade school. Join little David Soul yeah. on Rock 102. Ooh,
1: look at you, Don't give Mr. Postman. Us,
0: oh, I delivered that one.
1: Oh, I've heard this song before. This That's is David him. Soul, man. Wow. Who knew that, that that was the guy from that Buddy Cop show? I
0: know. Now that yeah. Soul has, shre- has shred its own mortal coil, spending so. time with Starsky it's written up, yep. in, up in heaven, so 70s TV heaven.
1: He also uh, played Killer Cop in uh, Clint Eastwood's second Dirty Harry movie, Magnum Force, and a vampire killer... In the 1979 miniseries version of Stephen King's Salem's Lot. Oh, and he had the number one hit. Don't give up on us. Not only
0: number one. Number one with a bullet.
1: What do you mean? I
0: mean, it just zoomed it up just, to number one.
1: Well, once they realized how gritty he was on that show. Oh. I could never figure out which one was uh, gag me and lace me on that other show. Tag me and Lacey. No no no, it was Gag Me and Lace Me. That was like it was like an adult uh cop oh, show. Oh yes, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Gag Me and Lace Me. Right. Do you remember that one? I I do. Man, that uh,
0: I didn't rent that one, but I remember seeing the uh, the title. What was her name on the show? What was her what was the actress's name? Uh Shannon Glass no. and uh Why
1: can't I remember the other one's name? Because it was it's like a uh, weird name. Tying Daily. Tying Daily. Yeah. yeah. You see, tying, time da- tying
0: Me Daily. Tying Me
1: Daily. That's, That's right. Lace Me and Gag Me. That yes. was that show she was on. Right. Uh, Glazer issued a statement saying, quote, I find it really hard to believe that anybody wants to hear from me, but I, th- I also find it difficult to comprehend David's passing. Seems only yesterday we were sharing loving insults on the phone. Also passing away recently, uh, actress Cindy Morgan. She was 69 when she died of natural causes at her home in Florida. She played uh, the sexy Lacey the Underall in yeah. the Chevy Chase-Bill Murray uh, comedy Caddyshack. Uh, you might also remember her from Tron, the nighttime soap Falcon Crest, and the 1979 erotic comedy Up Yours. Look at all these 70s stars dying, just going, yeah. going yeah. by the way of the dinosaur. And uh, Kim Kardashian, uh, she shared her workout experience and revealed that she hates hip
0: thrusts. Really? Yeah. She just had something to say.
1: Oh, my God. The last time I had a hip thrust was when Ray J made me do squat thrusts in the cucumber patch in that sex tape you can purchase on porn for thirty nine ninety five. dollars You
0: know, that's still a classic. Yeah. It really is. The squat thrust in the right. cucumber patch. Uh,
1: Caitlin? Whatever got that done and dirty with your mother, or Chris Kim, but we once played our own little medicine baller size. I created my own personal tough mutter on your mother. <laughs> Her mutter was a mutter. Her mutter was a mutter? What did I just say? What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is those yoga hot pants look like I was smuggling a whole basket full of plums. Which think about it. Think about it. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah!
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 626 and Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Uh, Dan Brown should be able to give you the forecast this hour. He's so good at it.
0: He's a professional, Steve, and you and I are just a couple of chumps. That's right. A couple of chumps that may be giving you a chance to get some lift tickets. Uh, Rock 102 and Aquapump are giving you a chance to hit the slopes this winter. Sign up at rock102.com for your chance to win a pair of lift tickets to uh, a number of area uh, ski resorts. uh, Berkshire East, Wachusett, Bolton Valley, uh, Saskadena 6. We'll choose one winner per week. Your chance to hit the slopes brought to you by Aqua Pump and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Where uh, Where is that one? The Saskadena?
0: Yeah. I have no idea. That's actually the first Looking I've ever heard
1: at it, of it. Uh, right now. Oh, it's in up in Vermont, Pomfret, Vermont. Ooh, that looks like a pretty uh, big hill, too.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm not a big skier, so uh, you know i uh, I wave my tickets to whoever wins yeah. on Rock102.com.
1: My, I told you my kids into it now, so uh, I'm sure I'll be babysitting at a lodge some sometime somewhere near you sometime soon. Perfect. Uh, there you go. Would you like to laugh? Sure. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. yeah Let's it. It. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. How funny? How I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually on
0: Rock 102. I
1: make you laugh.
0: Springfield's oh, <laughs> classic rock.
1: So I uh, I tied a thread to two G strings, and then tried throwing it into the wind. Yeah. But uh, I realized quickly that two thongs don't make a kite.
0: <laughs> Get it? Get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh Oh, man, that was so funny. 631 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at com slash family. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. Uh, We are cleaning up from this major, major snowstorm that we had over the weekend, which will probably melt by Wednesday since it's going to be 50 degrees. And it may rain uh, tomorrow. Rain tomorrow, uh, more rain on Wednesday along with uh, warmer temperatures. Eh, this will be like this never happened. But they're warning you uh, that as the snow ends, the risk of black ice on the roads will increase. The 22 News Storm team has a look at black ice and our next storm potential. As temperatures drop into the teens and uh, 20s, uh, any slush or water left over on the roads and sidewalks will freeze solid, creating black ice. A Black ice is a thin layer of ice that's hard to see and can create slippery conditions when it comes to driving or walking.
0: I'm so glad that they're telling lifelong New England residents this, because we would never have known about black ice or dangerous conditions otherwise. Well, uh,
1: you know what, though? People do forget how to drive in this stuff. Like they, they're like ah oh, you know what I'm gonna go seventy miles an hour down this road mm-hmm. even though weather conditions probably only permit about forty.
0: I have a limited amount of sympathy for someone who you know winds up uh, getting a fender bender and something like this. I mean you get you know injured that's not good. But if someone. Yeah, you know, has to have like a like a minor repair to their car cuz they were driving like a dope in the snow. Yeah, if you're driving like a dope. Yeah, if you're driving I mean, like a dope. Yeah. I got I have a, a only a moderate amount of sympathy for you.
1: Uh the next storm we are watching is Tuesday into Wednesday this week. This looks mostly to be a rain event with temperatures in the 50s on a Wednesday along with heavy wind. Oh, that should be I love when uh, New England gets hurricane season. Yeah, that's great. Uh, with heavy rain on top of the snow we just saw, this will increase the risk of flooding for the middle half of the week. See, that's what's going to be causing the problem. Yes. It's when the rain comes down and all of those storm drains are now blocked up by dams of ice and snow. That's not going to be good for business. <clears throat> that's not going to be good for anybody. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what we're dealing with. So watch out for the uh, for the black ice there. Uh, there was a jackknife tractor-trailer accident. One lane of the Mass Pike in Palmer was closed yesterday, according to the Mass DOT. The accident took place I-90 eastbound near mile marker 63.5. Just that's right before or after 63.6, depending on where you're coming from. Isn't that a jazz station? 63.6. <clears> yes. Yeah, I believe it's light a sm- jazz. Light jazz. Uh, smooth sounds of the great Dizzy Gillespie. Is that what it is, Gillespie? Gillespie, yeah. I thought it was Gillespie.
0: No, it's Gillespie. Yeah. Well, see, have you ever one. heard of anyone called Gillespie before?
1: Yeah, I have. Uh, total Gillespie of the heart, isn't that uh, what that other gal sang about? Isn't wasn't she singing about uh, old uh, jazz singers? No,
0: no, that's totally Clips of the Heart. But I know where you're going with that.
1: Yeah. See, I guess I really don't know my music history as well as I thought I did.
0: Hell, I had a teacher today about David Soul.
1: Yes, I had no idea who, well, I, I've heard the song before, I just didn't know that it was not know no, it's him It was Starsky or Hutch or whatever one of the ones, or Cagney or Lacey that sang that song I can't remember
0: One of my favorites What
1: about Simon or Simon? Did one of them sing
0: anything? Uh, well, I uh, no, not that I'm aware of
1: yeah, the, the only, yeah, but the only thing they're doing is crying poverty Because they never made it ever anywhere past uh, that show when that show was over I used to like that show, Simon and Simon. Simon
0: and Simon, yeah, yeah that was a good one. Um, no Starsky and Hutch. What ever happened to Huggy Bear? Now that was a character right there.
1: Yeah, see, I never, I never got into that that show that much.
0: You're probably a little too young. Yeah, my really my, my enjoyed. Bro-
1: my brother was into that. He's about your
0: age. Yeah, I'm sure he was a big.
1: Years old. Yeah,
0: She was a big fan of Starsky and Hutch and loved Huggy Bear, played lo- by the great Antonio Fargas. Yeah.
1: Uh, after a, a firefighter plowing streets in Trumbull, Connecticut, just in case you didn't know where that was, mm-hmm. just, uh, happened to, uh, come upon a house fire and ended up rescuing four people and three dogs. Uh, Sean Bogan's quick actions were credited with saving the victim's lives. Fire chief Greg Sandenfear said of the Long Hill fire department reported that the fire had been underway on Haviland drive around 3:50 a.m. on Sunday while on his plowing route, firefighter Bogan found a house with a fire in the garage. Bogan quickly radioed into his base, alerting them the situation, and called 911. He proceeded to wake up the sleeping residents, four adults, and three dogs in the home, and ensured everyone was outside before the fire department's arrival. Uh, 26 uh, firefighters ended up responding to that fire. Santa Fe's unit was the first to arrive and found the heavy fire in the garage that extended into the home. Firefighters attacked the fire utilizing the three hose lines and brought the fire under control in less than an hour. There didn't appear to be any injuries. Hmm. You imagine that you're a plow guy and you're a firefighter and and a hero. Call of Duty. Do you ever hear of those uh, ones though where it uh, turns out that the firefighter was the one who actually started the fire? Yeah, yeah
0: but I don't, I don't know if, I don't believe that is this situation.
1: That happened out in uh, Holland here. Was it Holland Mass?
0: Yeah, it wasn't like a Or Wales. It was one I of don't those. know, but it was like a chief that it w- set the fire, yeah, right?
1: I you know it, when you when you throw out these chief and and all that well, stuff. Well, I mean it's not, maybe not like the chief. You
0: know, let's, like, let's say like a high ranking fire higher, official,
1: a higher ranking guy, yes, who got more volunteer work and per diem work than the other volunteers.
0: Now, how'd that work?
1: I don't know, but they were uh, he was setting fires out there, uh, out in Holland, and putting them out. Well, look at me. Go. I was here first on the scene. Yeah, as a uh, Hey, weren't you were the first on the scene at the last fire too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just I my uh, my spidey sense was uh was was kicking in. I knew that there was going to be a fire down the street. <laughs> How but, did you know uh that was going to happen? Uh, I could uh I don't know. I had to put away my gasoline and my uh my road
0: flares. <laughs> I guess uh I don't know. I I just saw this long long wick that I lit with some firecrackers and then that was it. Yeah, that's what
1: I think of sometimes when I think of, uh, like, when, when you hear a story like that, that there could be some sort of, <coughs> you know, shady stuff going. I'm not saying that there is.
0: I'm just saying. But those stories occasionally yeah. happen. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't know that. It's probably unlikely that happened here.
1: Uh, here's a headline from Western Mass News. Local residents pick up last-minute essentials before a snowstorm. Here, let me fix that for you. Local savages raid grocery store thinking this is going to be Armageddon.
0: Local morons desperate to cook French toast during a storm.
1: Local residents prepare for Saturday night storm, and uh, they were speaking with customers at a local <clears throat> grocery store. We're buying some meat because we don't have some at home. But if we know we go out now, you can't get it because it's going to be about a foot of snow, said uh, this lady in the store. She was just one of many shoppers picking up last minute essentials before the weekend snowstorm. Western Mass News also stopped by Key Food Marketplace in Chicopee and spoke with the store manager, uh, who said that uh, new customers have been coming in all day in preparation of the storm. They're going for water, fruit, salt, a little bit of everything, added Ro- Rosado. Uh, everything's going so fast. We also spoke with some shoppers who told us they're excited for the first significant snowfall of the season as they gear up for the winter weather. Oh, it was a fun had by all, including mm-hmm. the store owners. Except for me, when I went in to go uh, buy essentials, and hardly anything is left on the shelves. It looked like, uh... <laughs> now granted, I didn't go until Saturday afternoon.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, at that point, yeah, everyone, all the suckers have been cleared out. Yeah, but I don't understand like the oh my god,
1: like last minute panic. How many people have not gone to the grocery
0: store like on a regular basis? Don't people go get groceries every week? Steve, it's a it's a it's a New England mindset. It really is. It's it's a mindset that you know that that really kind of started back after the big one. Yeah, but in nineteen seventy eight, when we all when when none of us had bread or milk or eggs, we had no. For, like, weeks, nobody bought that stuff.
1: I, I, lo- I love to hear the, you know, the, the stocking up on the on, on all this food. I'm like, it's a snowstorm. We've been through this before, have you not? And, and then filling up your gas tank, the lines at the gas station. Oh, yeah. What are you, you filling up your tank for what? For it to sit in your driveway for 48 hours while well, well, the think, snow's
0: clearing out around it? I think for a lot of people, yes. Yes, because your car doesn't start yeah. uh, all that well when it's got like no gas in it. Right. But there's a lot of people that have, say, uh, generators. Yeah. That take up a hell of a lot of gas. I got you. So you know, not everybody has that whole house thing that uh, you know your your plumber and electrician installed in your home. Some people have those little uh, those little gas guzzling uh, you know generators that are absolutely essential when the power goes out. I just take my chances. Well, you live life dangerously. Steve, I, I mean, gotta, maybe I more so than uh,
1: than the average. I got a person. can of kidney beans and uh, and some flour, because that's what Glenn Beck told me to get years ago to prepare for the apocalypse. Beans and flour. Yeah, go out and buy yourself some flour and some beans. Go out and buy yourself some flour, just so you can make your own food. When uh, I think it was, uh, I think he said Obama was gonna mm. uh, uh, bankrupt us all, and, yeah. and it was all this like monger and stuff that never
0: happened. All right, like, But when the when the power goes out, yeah, okay, and all you have is flour and a kidney and a can of kidney beans. What are you gonna do with the flour, with no
1: power to your
0: stove? You
1: know what? You can take it out and snort it. That's how you get. Uh, that that's how they did it back in the day when they didn't have any. Uh, they snorted flour. Yeah. How do you think people? That's how people became uh, gluten intolerant. Yeah. Right. And they by, figure that out by all these uh, Amish people snorting, doing lines of flour off the off the table.
0: By having a sl- a snot slurry in their yeah, head. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Hey, hey, yeah.
1: I'm glad you followed up on the history of that too, because I remember that. Didn't they show you that at Old Sturbridge Village when you went? Or the Plymouth Plantation, or whatever it's called now. It's not Plantation. What is it? Plymouth.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Plymouth Village or something stupid like that.
1: Right. Uh, didn't you see that? Where the uh, th- That's how the first Thanksgiving happened. They were so hungry from doing all the lines of coke with the Indians. You're right. That they're like, wait a minute, between this Coke and that, uh, the Coke we brought over on the Mayflower mm-hmm. and the weed that you provided us here from the Native Americans, I'm pretty hungry at this point.
0: See, my understanding is that uh, in uh, in in Plymouth, in yeah. the original celebration was an all-you-can-eat buffet, and then I believe there was like a pie and craps yep. played afterwards, you know, casino style.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Do you? Yeah, that was on the that was on a documentary I saw
0: <laughs> one time. Was <laughs> it really? Yeah, it was a. I'll have to a, keep my a, eyes major. out on that one. Uh,
1: what do you think the Plymouth Rock wasn't actually a rock? It was a piece of crystal meth. That's how they stayed up there in that whole journey from uh,
0: the old country to the new world. Wow. yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize it was that. Yeah, it was uh, that. It was created in like in like a. I don't know, say like a camper by a high school teacher and his former student. Well, that was the first high school out in Plymouth.
1: Ah, right there, yes. Where they had the right. first uh, motor home. Yes. They were much smaller back then. <laughs> An old man in Long Island, New York, messed up and tried to reheat his Taco Bell in the microwave in the aluminum wrapper. Ah, boy. So the guy goes back to Taco Bell and makes a big scene, berating the employees, and demanding that they repay him for the tacos and his microwave, which he says blew up. And then he really lost his cool. He saw one of the employees smile, so he slapped the guy really hard in the face. (laughs) Video of the confrontation has gone viral. There's no word yet on who the old man
0: is, but he's uh he is in a rare form. You're not it, supposed to put anything with the foil in the microwave. That's like the first thing they teach listen, you when you open up the box.
1: As funny as that is to watch an old man get really upset about that, you mm-hmm. can't laugh in a situation like that. He will beat you to a bloody pulp.
0: You can laugh at him if it's online and it's being uh, distributed on a TikTok video.
1: I remember my dad used to tell me when uh, we had our first microwave because we had one of them old ones. It was from J.C. Penny, and it was probably the big giant ones. It's a giant one, and it had it was the first one that was digital. Oh wow! And then uh, so we, you know, we would use it, and then my dad would tell me not to stand too close to that. You're not going to be able to have children one day <laughs> because if you stood too close to the yeah. microwaves, those microwaves would zap your boys. And uh, re- r- render you uh, Well oh, you're, all,
0: you're already getting enough radiation Infertile. from a television,
1: huh? Yeah. Well, you're getting radiation from anything. But uh, but that was the big thing. Don't stand. You know what? I wish he could have lived to have for me to have proven to him that no matter how many times I stood there waiting for those those yummy pizzas <laughs> that we used to make with white bread and ragu and American cheese because we didn't have any money and you spent it all on booze. I wish you could have seen that, that that's, uh, yeah. you know. That, and look, that, you normal know. normal kids yeah. were born out of this. Yeah, look at that. We had children. You were wrong. You and your scientific observations. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> your Pioneer Valley forecast. Sometimes I get lost in the, in the, the memories. No
0: season. more dangerous than a bunch of alcohol and unca- unfiltered cigarettes. Yeah,
1: that's right, right? Uh, Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, sunny with a high of 35. Tomorrow, rain uh, with a high of 36. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Are yeah.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 651, and Paul McCartney with Bax and Nagel. On Rock 102. It's going to be sunny
1: eventually today uh, with a high of 35 tomorrow. Rain, which is not going to look good for uh, being on top of all the snow we just had. That could cause some flooding issues and a high of 36. It is 25 right now in downtown Springfield. It's all powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware Winter Storm Headquarters before and after the storm.
0: You know, we're all aware that uh, you can always listen to the Bax and Nagel show on the podcast Uh uh, after the show, whenever. 24 hours a day, months from now, weeks from now. You can Yes, you can. I had no idea. Yeah, and it's all brought to you by Mark Ford, that Got You Back for Sales, Service, Parts and Rentals in Holyoke. Anyway, uh back to these musical podcast this week. My guest is uh Angelo Moore from the band Fishbone and the Brand New Step. Uh I talk I'm talking to him as he is walking through the halls of the punk rock museum in Las Vegas. And it's a mm. hysterical. But uh this is a guy who's done all kinds of things. He's played with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Gwen Stefani, George Clinton, Rick James, Jane's Addiction. It's also part of the uh, the David Bowie tribute tour that happened last year. It's a really interesting interview. You can hear it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com.
1: Oh, I cannot wait to go listen to that.
0: It's bananas. That's all I'll say. No, it's a podcast. It's no, bananas. I'm telling you. Just spending any time with Angela Moore, and I've done it before, uh, always fun. Always a lot of laughs.
1: Uh, If you flew over the weekend, you may have seen long lines at customer service because the FAA grounded more than 100 Boeing 737 MAX planes after a hole broke open in one in midair. That's not
0: supposed to happen, right? No,
1: it's not. On Friday, an Alaskan Airlines flight returned to Portland, Oregon soon after takeoff after a big piece of the side of the plane broke off, creating a refrigerator-sized hole. Uh, Technically... This was a mid-cabin door plug. Yeah. All right. she said. An optional emergency exit that can be added, but this plane had it permanently plugged so that it just looked like the normal side panel with a new window. But that's when they say it apparently failed. The cabin became depressurized and the oxygen masks dropped from above. The pilots asked for an emergency landing and it was successful. All six crew members and 171 passengers on board were fine. There were a couple of minor injuries, but nothing serious. In response, the FAA forced airlines to ground the Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft for additional uh, inspections. They say this was precautionary, but it's worth pointing out that these are the same planes that were in the news five years ago. You remember these? 2018 and 2019, shortly after being introduced, two Boeing 737 MAX 8 planes crashed, killing everyone on board. One was an Indonesian flight and the other one was an Ethiopian flight. Mm -hmm. The safety issues in those cases had nothing to do with this plug door problem, and the Max uh, 737 MAX planes have an excellent safety record over the past few years. It sounds like some of these planes could be cleared to return to the air soon, but others uh, may take weeks to go through the protocols. In any event, the grounded planes caused hundreds of flight cancellations over the weekend on top of the winter weather. Yeah, You know what? Most of you
0: people, <laughs> the ones that won't crash, have got nothing to worry about. The ones in the uh, in the crashes, I would be concerned. But you don't know uh, if you're boarding a plane whether that one's going to be okay or not. If you're on the ground, yeah, that's even worse. You're
1: fine. They're still looking for the piece of the plane that fell off in Oregon. They haven't found that yet. You know, I they were doing. They must have been doing some training over at uh, at Westover over the weekend. Right. I'm coming back from like the Palmer area on uh, on Saturday on the Mass Pike in the afternoon. And these planes were like flying so like lower than normal. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't know if they were like the bombers or not. I mean, they they looked. I don't know. I was I was really more focused on. Wow, that thing looks like it's gonna crash right into the BJ's off of uh, Memorial <laughs> Drive there. <laughs> uh, but it but it but they didn't. Obviously, yeah. there was some sort of training going on there. But man, those things are those things
0: are huge. They're huge and noisy.
1: Very noisy,
0: yeah, especially when they're flying right over your head.
1: But every once in a while, you'll hear about Remember, years ago, there was like a piece of landing gear that fell off in Granby somewhere as one of these things was trying to land. Like, oh, yeah, like this happens more often than, than people hear about with the planes, the pieces falling off.
0: I told you a couple years ago, I was driving in Rhode Island, and uh, there was one of these uh, these commercial planes that was like you know, they carried like the banners behind them, yeah, the ones that fly over the beaches and uh, there was this one plane that was having like significant engine problems mm-hmm. and it dropped the banner. Oh. And you know, the you know, the banner's you know held together by, you know, steel rods and rope and yeah, everything yeah. else. And he dropped it right on on the highway right in front of us. Now we avoided it, but as it turns out this guy had to do like an emergency crash landing in someone's backyard somewhere in rhode island
1: was it uh did, did the banner say uh like uh slow lane change ahead <laughs> like was it was that really what it was about it, it
0: said look out
1: yeah, look out yeah
0: merge right yeah duck <laughs> i don't know if the uh, the pilot died or or what but uh it, w- it made the news and yeah. and and he you know he dropped his uh banner right in front of us
1: oh i remember uh years just figuring out like planes My- my mother lived in uh, Venice, Florida, which is a night- beautiful town down, there. <clears throat> and it's on like the west coast, probably like a little south of Sarasota, right? And they have an airport there. That's actually the airport, the flight school where Muhammad Atta trained to learn to fly into the uh, the World Trade. Well, actually, they didn't teach him how to fly into the World Trade Center. They just learned them how to take over the controls. Yeah, which a, should have been red flag number one. We're like, you oh, you want to learn how to uh, take off and land? No, just fly. Just take off. No take. No yeah, take off. You take off. Landing. I'll take. I'll fly. Landing is for suckers. Uh, but th- th- a lot of these little like Cessnas flying around there. And there was a story years ago about this guy who was walking on the beach and he had headphones in, and one of these Cessna the little Piper Cubs or whatever they were lost control, and, uh, and the engine died. Yeah. So this guy's walking along the beach, and this plane comes and crash lands on the beach and kills the guy walking with the headphones. He never heard the plane coming at all, because he had the headphones in. And up too high. Yeah. So there's something about those noise-canceling headphones
0: that might not be the safest things you could be wearing. Yeah. Sometimes hearing <laughs> yeah. some noise can save your life. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, 658 with back and Nagel on Rock 102. Listen for. And now, Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's
1: Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, tonight is the College Football Playoff National Championship game presented by AT and T. Tonight you got two undefeated powerhouses facing each other on national television for a hard-hitting, action-packed bloodbath between the top-ranked Michigan Wolverines and the second-ranked Washington Huskies. Oh Lord, it's going to be a real smoker out there at the NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. Who is going to win, and how do you pick them? Well, that's not really for me to say. I'd hate to be the guy that gives you rock-solid betting insights only to be wrong. Much rather have you make your own financial. Uh, Mistakes, But I think most people would agree that Michigan is the overwhelming favorite to blast Washington straight off the field. Now, you might say, hey, Baxie, hasn't Jim Harbaugh, the head coach of the Wolverines, been under scrutiny for racking up a host of NCAA recruiting violations resulting in a three-game suspension this season? To which my response would be, shut up and mind your business. We're not talking about how he may have sent scouts to seal signs from opposing teams, nor are we going to talk about his history of illegally meeting with recruits on Zoom calls or the computer access crimes that were committed by his assistant coaches, nor are we going to talk about his history of scheduling unsanctioned satellite camps at area high schools. Tonight is too big of a night to focus on Jim Harbaugh's appalling lack of integrity. Tonight is about the kids and the national championship. We're not even going to talk about the five players who have opted out of tonight's championship game nor am I willing to even discuss the belief that Jim Harbaugh could be in line for a head coaching position in the NFL because to do so would be to diminish the wonder and pageantry of the national title game presented by at and Isn't that all anyone cares about anyway? Rather than the egregious and reckless violations that have brought shame onto the Michigan football program to this very moment in their storied history. You know, I'm not fixated on any of that stuff, and neither should any of you. But hey, another my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get a Stanley three-piece wood chisel set, 10 bucks, Or an Irwin uh, quick-grip, heavy-duty, one-handed bar clamp, 10 bucks. It's the 10 buck hand tool sale at Rocky's Stanley and Irwin hand tools only, 10 bucks All month long at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock, Rock 102 Springfield Classic Rock It's 7-Eleven and Aerosmith. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be eventually sunny today with a high of 35. Uh, Tomorrow, rain, which is going to make things just so nice outside with a high of 36. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Had me a hell of a weekend uh, this weekend. Saturday, we went to the big city. Springfield. Holyoke. Oh, oh. oh. No, no, no. Actually, we, we did go to Springfield. To take Union Station, uh, a train on Amtrak, yeah. right to uh, to New York City. You know, I've always uh, wanted to do that.
1: Start spreading the news. I've always wanted to do that, and uh,
0: how was it? How i got to tell you. Yeah? Union Station was perfectly fine. Yeah. Six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, take the train, New phew, a quick three hours to New York, right to Penn Station. You know, the last time a bunch of people went on a three-hour
1: tour for Never Came Back.
0: Took them years. There were headhunters, the were Harlem right. Globetrotters, and a professor that couldn't make a boat. And nobody could save these people. Yeah, well, you know mm. what? I gotta tell you, uh, Union Station was very nice. Yeah. Uh, I Very clean. Uh, not exactly what, uh, say, like Back Bay used to be or uh-huh. any of the other uh, train stations. Had a perfectly fine albeit slightly lengthy, uh, train ride into Penn Station.
1: That's because uh, Richie Neal goes down to Union Station every single morning and kisses everything, and it just uh, makes everything glow. Yeah, be
0: careful what you kiss down there, to be quite honest with you. But nevertheless, uh, an easy train ride. And the whole purpose is we, were gonna, we wanted to go see, uh, treat ourselves to a Broadway show. Okay. Okay? You know, the Great White Way. That's what we did. We yes. went to go see the Book of Mormon, which, by the way, was a, a festival of the eyes.
1: Oh yeah, I've uh, I've always wanted to see that one.
0: Absolutely hilarious, great great show.
1: I saw Avenue Q years
0: ago. That was something to go see, but I don't think that's on Broadway anymore. I don't think so. But no. this, uh, yeah, this is a multi Tony Award winning uh, yeah you know, festival, for, a real treat, a, a dramatic uh, comedic treat. Anyway, the whole poor. So so we we went to go see the show, and you do a lot of walking in yeah. in New York. I mean, like a substantial amount of walking, and and I'm tender you know I'm the kind of guy who after like 10 feet has to sit down just to kind of you know recatch my breath or whatever but I stuck it out man I stuck it out I was I walked for a good seven miles on seven Saturday. miles i i did like almost fifteen thousand steps i wow. crushed new york it's like i own the city yeah when
1: you're walking in that watch goes off and says are you working out would you like to start uh would you like to start one of those pedometer things or you, whatever it is you appear to be sweating like a stuck pig yes you your your oxygen levels are uh through the roof are you working out
0: yeah so i you know i hit the button and i'm uh i'm going man i'm i'm walking everywhere so <laughs> yeah you know, we yeah, you know, we we get off the train uh, at Penn Station. We grab a little uh, a little breakfast mm-hmm. at, at a diner. Uh, you know, we're walking around. We go to Madame Tussauds Wax Museum because oh, that, that was right awesome. on the route. Oh yeah, we spend a little time looking at the at, uh, at, at wax people. And uh, at some point, two o'clock, the show starts. Okay, so uh, we get there. We sit down, and show is fabulous. And then we got a, we got some time to kill because uh, we had dinner reservations, and it started to rain. Oh yeah, and I thought, well, you know, we had five fifteen reservations. The show ended at four. I wonder if we could just walk to the restaurant, which is like around the block. Yeah, what if we get uh, you know seated early? Yeah, so we did. We went to the Palm, uh, which was delicious. Had a, myself a beautiful eighty dollar steak. Uh, I thought was a very reasonably priced piece of meat. And uh, and then it's time to uh, you know walk around the city in the rain. And uh, try to get back to the train, which is leaving at like 8 o'clock at night. A lot of time to kill.
1: I, I think I've eaten at this place before.
0: At the Palm? I think so. It's very good. Right near Times Square? Yeah, it's it's, it's like, uh, uh, part, yeah, not, in not that far. In theater district? In the theater district. Is Literally near, around it, the is, block.
1: Is it near that uh, the Ed Sullivan Theater? Mm, no, we Where'd... were at the
0: Eugene O'Neill Theater.
1: All right, maybe I'm, maybe I'm in the wrong place. But, but, but literally way,
0: around the block, and then, and there you go, there's the Palm.
1: Either way, uh, the menu uh, looks pretty good here.
0: Oh, it was very, very good. So then uh, you know, as we're walking through the city, and, you know, I mean, it's the biggest uh, city in the world. It's, uh, you know, densely populated, lots of people uh, all over the place. As I'm uh, as we're walking up to say like Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. where Penn Station is right okay, that is we're walking up to Madison Square Garden and it's, and it's raining and there's people selling umbrellas in the streets and
1: oh do you see the guy with the twirl I invented that twirl did you invent the twirl uh, my buddy clicky the un- uh, umbrella salesman see I there.
0: thought my buddy Jerry invented that at least that's what he claimed yeah uh as we get up to uh to Madison Square Garden there's all these people selling um cowboy hats at Madison Square Garden which I thought you know Not really the kind of place you expect to, you know, cowboys to be hanging out in New York City. Was there a country star uh, playing there or something? Even better. What? Even better than that. Saturday at Madison Square Garden was the Unleash the Beast bull riding series. Oh, man. Bull rider. And you
1: wasted your money on Broadway. It's exactly what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah.
0: You know why it would have been a better show than a broad than a nine time Tony Award winning Broadway production? Why? Because Saturday represented the return of twenty four year old Dalon Swearingen. Oh, Dalon Swearingen. I know him. He's the famous Bull Rider. Yes, but do you know why this return was so uh, historically significant? No, no, I have no idea. Because a year ago, uh, Dalon Swearingen tore his entire groin off his body while riding a bull. Not just part of the groin. Oh all of the groin now apparently uh it's taken him a year to recover from this gruesome injury where the bull ripped off the whole deal like uh does the horn
1: become a skewer and then all of a sudden, uh, you're eating lamb fries off
0: a uh, off the uh, end of a bullhorn. I think I think that's part of it. Yeah, but I as I'm uh, as I'm learning this inf- and I just learned about this kid this morning as I'm you know, preparing to uh, uh, for today's show. Yeah, and I'm learning that this this young guy suffered this uh, gruesome injury uh, in round two of the Professional Bull Riders League crown jewel event of its Unleashed the Beast series. His crown jewels were ripped clean off of him yeah now, that's I, uh that's disgusting now my understanding is that uh he's okay he has fully healed i believe everything was in, uh you know, attached and and put into place it's not like you know the bull stomped on it when he was done ripping it off his body mm-hmm. uh because you know the whole thing is you gotta you gotta stay on the bull for a full eight seconds in order to, to gain points for the million-dollar grand prize. Right. It's a hell of of an event. As I'm reading this, and I'm thinking, kid's 24 years old. If I were involved in an event that resulted in my groin being ripped off of my body, would I ever go back to do it again? The answer for me would be a resounding, oh,
1: hell no. but if that's all you know and now you are rendered useless by the uh, the female uh, female and females everywhere yeah. yeah what do you do? you can't you can't uh, you can't perform anymore yeah so you might as well just keep going back to bull riding right? yeah
0: but you know i mean if you're doing an activity in which your groin gets ripped off your body to me that says maybe this just isn't the event for you yeah you know i mean because it it took him a a full year to recover Twenty-four years old, he got a whole life ahead of him, and all of a sudden, you know, the nuts and berries are uh, are you know being harvested right before his very eyes. Yeah, I would say I'm going to find something else to do.
1: Now, uh, this picture I'm looking at of him from May of 2022. Yeah, when when did this injury happen? A year ago. So uh, in 2023, yes. This is from May of twenty twenty two. Here he is, all uh, looking. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Suave and deboner. Yes, right? well,
0: <laughs> more or less.
1: Well, because he's got uh, he's got this beautiful young lady with him on this like uh, tour finals, red carpet type of deal. Right. I wonder if she's still with him
0: after the loss. Of I don't the, know. And uh, and how do you su- how do you support that relationship? You know, what? What do you say? You know, I'm I'll be here for you. I'll wait. I'll wait till you heal.
1: I mean, I'm sure for for the chick, that's kind of fantasy. Like, oh, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go nab me a bull rider. Yeah, but the bull nabbed him.
0: Yeah, and ripped it clean a, off and his ripped body. ripped
1: Clean off. Do you still want to be with this guy?
0: Now, the Swearingen family has got a long history of overcoming incredible odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a story in the New York Post that talks about uh, about uh, Daylon's mother, who was uh, allegedly uh, just uh, when he was a child. Uh, was shot in the head by her estranged husband. What? And uh, survived the shooting, even though she still has twenty-two pieces of shrapnel still in her coconut. It's this kind of family. Uh, mm, I don't know what the word I'm trying to look for here. It's uh, you know that that kind of tenacity that uh, that a family has that makes me think that there was never a question in anyone's mind that Daylon would make a comeback even with this horrendous uh, injury. Listen, my mama didn't fail nobody when she
1: said, I'm coming back to being a mama again, even after all this shrapnel's in my head. (laughs) If I'm missing my bits and pieces, I'm definitely going back and riding that
0: bull again. I'm I'm kicking myself that I didn't know this was going to go on while we were in New York, because I would have said, oh, to hell with the Broadway show. We could always go back and see Book of Mormon some other time. Yeah. You're only going to see this guy make a comeback from having his, uh, his 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 groin ripped off his body. And the thing is, you know, I got Google notifications for every penile injury and mutilation story on the internet. Yeah, totally missed this one a year ago.
1: You know how like every industry is like uh, it's small knit tight knit communities. You know, like people in the radio industry, we know a lot of radio people throughout sure. the country just because it's it becomes that thing. Do you think the bulls all know each other? And and like when this guy gets on his back, they're like. <laughs> Heard my cousin did a number on you. I can feel you're about six ounces lighter than you were the last time you rode my back, you little,
0: you know what? I'm going to give you the greatest eight seconds of your life. Yeah, eight seconds. (laughs) You're not going to believe how this is going to (laughs) end. I think the long and short of it is, stay off the bulls.
1: Yeah, I think, well, the long and short of it is can show you what the long and short of it was. Start <laughs> spreading
0: the news. It's 7.23 on Rock 102. Uh, Newit.com. Bax and Nagel. Uh, yeah. On Rock 102. It's uh, 7.26 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Whatever great classic rock song we were going to play?
0: You know, it wind up being like, a. I, I wasn't, uh, I was focused on other things, and it wound up being like a five-minute Elton John song. I just didn't think that, uh, yeah, we needed to.
1: Which one was it? Uh... Benny and the Jets. Oh. Yeah. Hey, we're going to miss out on that one yeah, this morning? I know. Damn.
0: I know. I know. You can, you can, uh, you can complain to management later. You're <laughs> Like anybody's gonna
1: <laughs> listen to me, anyone, anyone. Anakin.
0: Anyhow, uh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast because
1: he's really good at it, and he's much more accurate than I am. I'm just gonna say it's gonna rain. That's all I'm gonna say
0: because that's all we want to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. He's gonna give you, a, oh, it's gonna flood.
0: You know, I, I'm uh, I'm scrolling the internet yesterday as I'm uh, watching the Patriots lose football, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, there's all these people are you know posting pictures of uh, like uh, outside their window or. You know, sure. the beautiful landscapes after a, after, a, a you know, a major snowstorm and uh, saying everyone say, oh, how beautiful it is. Yeah. Uh, as I'm trying to lift, you know, thousands of pounds of snow off my driveway with a shovel. I am uh, I'm not thinking like that. I'm not I don't have that kind of same feeling of awe about nature. When it, uh, when it snows. I'm well, really thinking about the inconvenience of it all.
1: You know what? That, it looks nice when it first falls, mm. and it lasts for about an hour, and then I'm over it. And then I'm like, okay, we, I wish this hadn't happened at all. Like, that's that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, beautiful. it's, it's beautiful, but I've seen it already, it, and it, it doesn't get any more beautiful. It's so pretty with the, uh, you know, my kids get excited. My daughter was like, oh, look at the icicles forming on the light outside. We have this, like, light oh, yeah. against the barn, and it looks pretty cool with the icicles. And I'm like, yes, and that looks great when you can't stand under it because you might get uh, knocked in the head or oh, your, yeah. your eye, your eye uh, get knocked out from the icicle.
0: Yeah, nothing is more breathtaking than uh, when the icicles, you know, create a ice dam on your house and well, uh, all of a sudden you're having to call an insurance company to replace your walls one of the first things that
1: uh, and now I'm like privy to it um, my I have solar panels on the house mm-hmm. they were there when I moved in like that's that was part of the house right uh somebody didn't design that properly because the panels make the snow just like slide right off. So when you get like now, like in the next couple of days, especially when we got rain coming, I'm going to have to not go out on my back porch at all because I know that ice and snow are going to fall down oh, and, yeah. and uh, crash onto the deck like it always does. Yeah, you don't want that. No, it's scary though. But who, uh, who'd, who'd, uh, did they not take this into consideration when they designed these things or was this just a poorly done job by Tesla? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, people aren't used to them doing a poor job, I, but I'm just I don't I don't really know. I don't I don't have those uh I don't have panels. So yeah. I've never had the anyone install them, you know, warn me not to Yeah. stand underneath them in a snowstorm. Yeah. But well, that's good. That's that's actually very good advice.
1: Well, yeah, don't stand underneath them during a snowstorm, but it's hard to not do that when the main walkway to get out of your house is underneath these things. Sure. So, but I think we're yeah.
0: all better just, you know, being you know, sequestered in our homes until it all goes away. I guess so. It's 729. News is next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass. 733 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at com slash family. His local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. As uh, the snowstorm has uh, made its way out of the area, a new storm system will move in tomorrow.
0: Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday yeah. into
1: Wednesday, we're going to see uh, a couple of inches of rain on top of all the snow that we just had. So get your uh, kayaks back out, and uh, you can uh, float down the middle of the street and see the <laughs> snowy uh, the landscape well, around you. I, you
0: know, we really could use the pre- uh, precipitation. The, yeah. pre- the, the, the precipitation.
1: Pre- pre- what, are you working for 22 now? Yes. Uh, while the snow continued to fall on Sunday morning, the Mass Pike had to reduce its speed limit to 40 miles an hour from the New York border to the Wilbraham uh, mile marker, oh, 59.
0: no, just like they do with every storm?
1: Yeah. Western Mass News reporters braved the elements themselves, noting that plows had managed to keep major roadways under control Diverting massive piles of snow, streets were seen to be a bit more active, though still relatively clear. and they were uh, and they still advised caution when driving, not only due to the snow, but also the wind. It's wind, really? Yeah, I've only seen that word written before.
0: Yeah, no it's wind. Hmm.
1: Uh, that's interesting. Uh, so uh, yeah, they, they were out there and the mass pike was reduced to a crawl because of the snow.
0: Well, you know, I'm uh, pretty sure they do this at every storm.
1: You know, I see a lot of people complaining about these plow guys and everything, but do you know how hard of a job that is? And, you know, when you drive through, yes, when you drive through Springfield, God, it looks awful out there. It's, uh, I'm coming down Belmont Avenue this morning, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it was just like, you know, hitting landmine after landmine of chunks of snow. Sure. But the problem is they don't have enough people
0: working. That's, well, that's that's, that's the, the whole thing. Th- yeah. And you know, as you know, you know Belmont's not a major street in uh, in Springfield, and yeah. uh, that would be like one of the last places. To, yeah, uh,
1: Belmont's a side street.
0: Yeah, it is. It's not. It's not an important street. You it know, it's is. not. It's not like say Main Street or say uh, you know uh, Tapley, where yeah. like the DPW guys have to go into work. See,
1: I play. I, I, uh I always pictured Dom Dom as being that guy in Superman. Uh, where, the, remember the uh, the people, the, the three. Uh, I don't remember the name. Oh, General right. Zod. Yeah, yeah, General Zod, where he just and like blew all the snow out of the way. Yes, I'm surprised Dom Dom doesn't do that.
0: No, <laughs> I think he relies on Chris Signoli to uh to work it all out.
1: Well, how come he's not uh, up in the game then with Signoli?
0: Because I think it is a manpower issue, Steve. I think yeah, you were know, right to begin right. with. I mean, it's not uh, it, it's not Chris's fault. It, it's not anybody else's fault has run the the DPW over the years. It's like you got a billion streets in the in the city of Holmes, and and it takes time. There are, there are some streets that uh, you know, may not see a plow till Wednesday. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I know, but it's like, listen, you got a lot of streets, and you know. You know Belmont's not going to be anyone's priority. Either say like uh, you know parts of uh, Dickinson or uh, you know pa- Parker Street or yeah. Page Boulevard or you know any of the other uh, Chestnut Street to Worthington Street to uh, Boston I, Road. I, perhaps I, I, gets a swipe or two. I got to tell you, driving
1: uh, from Springfield into East Longmeadow was like driving from. Uh, East Berlin to West Berlin after the wall came down. Mm. Like it's just like the, uh, that border. Like, oh, everything is nice and clean on this side, and look at over here. It looks like a war torn uh, <laughs> disaster zone.
0: You know, when I uh, when I first moved back into the area, and I was living in Westfield to take Route Twenty into uh, into, into 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 work. Yep. And so, I, you know, I take the like the South End Bridge every day, and I always thought it was so interesting, like the difference between. Snow removal in West Springfield, yeah, and snow removal in Agawam, yeah, oh yeah, because it was like two totally different parts of the universe because yeah, they they were not in sync at all.
1: It's like you cross into another country.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to point fingers and tell you who had it worse than the other, but you know, you, you know,
1: which one was it, Agawam?
0: Yeah, they, they didn't. They, yeah,
1: and Agawam's usually pretty good because uh, got that's the DOT's responsibility—is that bridge area, right? I think it is. I don't know. I don't even know <coughs> these jurisdictions.
0: <laughs> Juris. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, I, I, yeah. you know, I driving around this morning in Handon, and I felt yeah. like uh, okay, you know, they handle it pretty well. Of course, I only have four streets in the entire town, so it's not that big of a deal. But uh, for the most part, not too bad in my little uh, my little sleepy burg.
1: Hey, you remember last hour I was talking about that Boeing jetliner that uh, suffered the in-flight blowout? Yes. Well, they found, they actually found the the door. I just saw that. Uh, The Boeing jetliner that suffered an in-flight blowout over Oregon was not being used for flights to Hawaii after a warning light that could have indicated a pressurization problem lit up on three different flights. A federal official said yesterday, Alaska Airlines decided to restrict the aircraft from long flights over the water so the plane could, quote, return very quickly to an airport if the warning light reappeared. Here, check engine lights on. No, 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 that's fine. Why is it blinking? Well, that's why is the engine shaking.
0: Yeah, just, just tap on it. I'm sure the light will go out.
1: Yeah. Well, just uh, listen. If you turn the radio up, you can't hear any of the problems going on on the plane.
0: That's what I do. Yeah. Uh,
1: the if the warning light reappeared, that was according to Jennifer Hamandi of the National Transportation Safety Board. Homendy cautioned the pressurization light must might be unrelated to Friday's incident in which a plug covering in an unused exit door blew off the Boeing 737 MAX 9 as it cruised about three miles over Oregon. The warning light came on during the previous uh, three flights on December 7th, January 3rd, and January 4th, the day before the door plug broke off. Homeday says she didn't have all the details regarding the December 7th incident, but specified the light came on during a flight on January 3rd and on January 4th after the plane had landed. The NTSB said the door uh, lost... Said the lost door plug was found yesterday near Portland by a school teacher, for now, only known as Bob, who discovered it in his backyard and sent two photos into the safety board. Investigators will examine the plug, which is uh, 26 by 48 inches and weighs 63 pounds. Can you imagine? You're lucky the guy wasn't out in his backyard when the thing came out of the sky. We were just talking about yeah. things hitting you.
0: Got to be careful out there. Things, things are falling off of these planes all the time. It's scary. You know, uh, imagine, though, you're on the plane, okay? And, like, yeah. uh, this, uh, you know, plane plug all of a sudden gets dislodged. Yeah. And all that carry-on luggage you had in the, underneath the seat in, in front of you, now gone. All, all gone. gone. All gone. Now, your carry-on is no longer with you. All those things you were going to claim... From the duty free shop, forget about it. Yeah, no, it's all gone. That's it. It's all gone. Did you well, see the legs dangling over the all over the open floor? Did you see the video of the door missing?
1: No, actually that I was haven't. scary. Yeah, because no, they're scared. like they're slowly flying into the airport to to thing, and there's the door is gone, and the wind is just blowing through the cabin. Yeah.
0: You ever see one of them uh, old uh, airport videos from the seventies? Like Airport 77 or Airport 75, and there's a hole in the fuselage of the plane, and like people getting sucked right out of their seats.
1: That happens. I know it happens. It's crazy.
0: That's why you got to keep your seatbelt on.
1: Remember that poor lady who got sucked out of the window on the Southwest flight? Oh, yeah. God, that was a horrible, horrible death.
0: Those are small windows, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, A Florida man was arrested after investigators used information from an online video game to find a missing girl from Ohio in his home. Marion County Sheriff's deputies say they got a request from the FBI on Wednesday to help them investigate the disappearance of a 16-year-old girl from Ohio. According to investigators, the teenager's World of Warcraft uh, account was used at a home in Dunnallin, Florida. Deputies determined the home belongs to a 31-year-old Thomas Ebersall. His game account was also used at that address. When deputies confronted Ebersaw at his front door, he initially denied knowing the victim before deciding to reveal her hiding in the home. He allegedly admitted to deputies he drove to Ohio to meet the victim and bring her back. He says he also planned to hide her and make her his wife. Hmm. Ebersole was booked into the Marion County Jail on uh, charges of traveling to meet a minor for sex and interfering with the custody of a minor and sheltering an uh, unmarried minor. He is uh, being held without bond what uh the, the world of warcraft i know people who play this game. i know you do yeah and uh
0: and it's a different breed of people it's a people, different it?
1: breed of person Yeah. the one that really gets into this thing the one who cannot get enough of the video game plays it for more than 12 hours a day
0: with their uh, with their headset on yeah. talking to people yeah. strangers it's
1: crazy it's uh it's creepy actually
0: it's, you know, I mean, when Marty was in here last week and we we're talking about, you know, the old video games. Yeah. We didn't have these kinds of problems with our Ataris and televisions and ColecoVisions. We didn't have any of those problems. No. Vid- now you do. Video games ended. Now they're just a continuous
1: moneymaker for whoever the developer is. That's right. World of Warcraft's been out for, for years. You can't win the game. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. It's kind of I mean, it's, what's the point? Like, I would want to win the game. I want to get to the end of it.
0: Yeah, there's no winning a lot of these games. A lot of the games are like you download on your phone. There's no winning. You no. just There's just continuance.
1: Uh, and uh, an 18-year-old is accused of ramming a septic truck into a police cruiser in North Stonington. State police in Connecticut said the incident happened Friday evening after they were dispatched to a report of an active disturbance at 136 Norwich Westerly Road, according to police. Uh, Reports the uh, caller said uh, she was in an altercation with her 18-year-old son. When troopers arrived on the scene, they were confronted by 18-year-old Donovan Beard from Norwich. Police said Beard was driving a septic truck he illegally gained access to on the scene. Was Greg Bigda driving the uh, septic (laughs) trucks down in uh, Norwich now? Got to pick up some extra money? It's my side hustle. (laughs) (laughs) I just went in to go get a pizza. Somebody stole the septic truck. (laughs) They said Beard rammed the uh, septic truck into one of the troopers' cruisers and then ran, engaging police in a foot pursuit. Beard was arrested and charged with first-degree criminal mischief, interfering, resisting an officer, second-degree criminal assault, and all kinds of other stuff. He was held on one hundred thousand dollars bond and is set to appear in uh, New London Superior Court today.
0: So this wasn't like a like a joyride in a septic truck, right?
1: No, he just uh, you know saw the opportunity somehow. I'd really like to know if the keys were in the truck. Either Whether way. Whether the tanks were full. Either way, it's a crappy situation. <laughs> <laughs> See what yeah. you did
0: there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're we're number one in the number two business. Yeah. That was supposed to be another rim shot one. Oh yeah, yeah. right. I'm sorry. yeah septic you. truck uh, shtick. You ever do septic truck shtick?
0: You know, I, I went to high school with a kid whose uh, parents were in the uh, the septic trade. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, how could you not tell jokes? I mean, I, I suppose it's a form of bullying, but his m- family was loaded because I mean they were the yeah, only ones I'm who were sure. taking. You know, everybody had a septic system, and everybody was getting pumped by this family. Oh, and yeah. their and their trucks. And I gotta tell you, even though we would, uh, you know, we'd, you know, we'd, we'd, you know, jab the kid a little bit. I mean, you know, he had uh, all the best stuff. I, I like these, uh,
1: these uh, septic uh, uh, things. You know, like slogans. The, I like this one. It's Yosemite Sam on the back, and it says, "Back off! We ain't hauling milk." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for flushing our business down the drain. <laughs>
0: Business is crappy, and we like it that way. Yeah.
1: A flush a flush beats a full house. Satisfaction guaranteed or 110% of your product back. <laughs> the turd burglars. Oh, yeah. yeah that's... Uh, Dr. Pumper, septic surgeons. Uh, surrender the poo with a skull and a crossbone, of course. Money in the tank. Oh yeah. You dump it, we pump it. <laughs> pump pumping today for a cleaner tomorrow. That's not even. Funny.
0: That's not even funny.
1: Uh, scratch and sniff over the pumping hose valve. Oh boy!
0: I tell you what. Oh, oh. When you're
1: on a roll, it never ends. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Thanks for. No, a stool bus. That was the one I was telling you about. The stool bus. Because it was it was painted like a like a school bus, and it had little pieces of poo as kids on the windows, and it said the stool bus. See, that's a good marketing campaign. Yeah, that's perfect. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be eventually sunny with a high of 35. Tomorrow, radiant with a high of 36. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 754 and Hart. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 35. Tomorrow, uh, rain moves in uh, with a high of 36. It's 25 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, for those of you who are looking to buy tickets to Bourbon, Barbecue, and Blues, I hate to break it to you, but it's sold out. Uh, there are no tickets available. Uh, you can join us, even if you want to. And uh, and we're going to have fun without you. Uh, we want to thank all of our sponsors, though. Dave Minor, Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, Nor'East Organic Life, Hydroponics, SpartanHempWorks.com. And the Delaney House, and thanks to all of you who did buy tickets on time. Stay tuned for all your uh, your next events coming up for Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Um, last Thursday night, a forty. You ever go to a Bass Pro Shops? By the way, yeah, huge. They're awesome. They're they're awesome. I I think I've been to the one in. Uh, I think I went to the. Is there? Is that the one at um, Gillette Stadium? Is that a Bass Pro Shops?
0: Uh, I think it's. Is that a Cabela's or a Bass Pro Shop? I can't remember which is which.
1: Anyway, I've been to a Bass Pro Shops before, and these things are like ungodly huge. Right. They have all these different departments and everything. Well, last Thursday night, a forty-two year old named George Owens crashed his car into a pole in the parking lot of a Bass Pro Shops. He then got out of the car, stripped off all of his clothes, ran into the store and did a cannonball into the aquarium. Ta-da.
0: Um was there a reason for this?
1: Uh, well, later, he walked over and stood under a, a waterfall. Naturally, the other shoppers were stunned. The police showed up, and before they caught him, he jumped into the water a second time. And then he slipped, fell, and knocked himself unconscious. Oh, Jesus. It's one of these bath salt type of stories. I think it might be. They, they haven't said if he was on any. They don't know. But, you know, he had to go for a mental evaluation and... It's unclear if he was on something or had the breakdown, but he was evaluated at a hospital for mental issues and then booked into the jail. So he cleared the mental hmm. evaluation. Uh, well, I just wanted to see what it was like to do a cannonball inside the Bass Pro Shops. Did you ever <laughs> want to swim with the fishes down there?
0: Um, no, not really. No, I'd rather just you know, go and you know, sam- you know, buy some things that uh, I could use.
1: He was charged with uh, public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, criminal mischief, and reckless endangerment. Uh, but those tanks are pretty deep because it's almost like they go from, they're a little bit higher, uh, than a one level. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah,
0: yeah, they, they, they are deep. There, there's a couple of, I mean, there are quite a few deep feet deep.
1: Yeah. I would say probably like 17 or 18 feet deep yeah. at those uh, things, but man, to cannonball right into one,
0: you know, theoretically that sounds like it'd be like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is, it's a really stupid thing to do.
1: I don't think that sounds very fun at all. Actually, that sounds like a big misstep.
0: People like to cannonball into a body of water, Mm -hmm. like into a pool, you know, and you, you yell out "cannonball" and you grab your knees and splash. That's fun. But the reality is, you're in a you're in a retail outlet. It's really not designed to be plucking customers out of the out of the pool.
1: Well, I mean, if you get, I guess, if you're trying out equipment. You know. Yes. I wanna see I, how how, yeah. how buoyant this uh life jacket is that you're sewing here.
0: Yeah, or if you you know you got like a like a wetsuit on. Right. But you, you you ran out of the out of the changing room with a wetsuit. Well, this with guy, your flippers.
1: This guy wasn't in a in a wet suit. he was
0: just Naked. Naked. Mm.
1: He had a rudder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's different. Yeah. Uh
0: it's seven fifty eight with Bax and Nagle on and Rock One O two. Better on Mars with Bax and Nagle on Rock One O Two. It's gonna be sunny today with
1: a high of thirty five. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of thirty six. It is twenty five right now in downtown Springfield. Uh technology. <sighs> Will this be the year that we all reach our peak laziness?
0: For 2024. <laughs> they have- I, I don't know. I, I, I thought my laziness was going to kick in 25 years ago. It's only gotten worse.
1: Remember we used to have that guy, uh, Jim, that used to come in here from the Consumer Electronics Association and then uh, show us all the latest in technology?
0: Yeah, and that uh, that, that event it's, happened this weekend, right? It's,
1: it's this week. It starts tomorrow. Um, and I don't know why we haven't uh, had anybody on. That guy, unfortunately, passed away Um
0: he was yeah. a nice guy. Very nice guy. Uh, Jim.
1: I can't remember what his last name was. Jim the
0: technology guy.
1: Yeah, Jim the technology guy from the Consumer Electronics. Anyway, the thing starts tomorrow, and I, we haven't had anybody on from that in a long time. I don't know why. Maybe we should talk to our producer about that.
0: <laughs> you make me yeah. laugh.
1: Anyway, the bathroom brand uh, Kohler is pushing a new bidet that connects Alexa or Google to offer voice-activated posterior washing, if you know what I'm saying. Alexa, squirt. Yeah. Once she's done uh, washing the, the back end, you can also ask her to turn on the drying feature to dry it off for you. They got a drying feature too? Yeah. Yeah. Both fe- See, that's what I never understood about the bidet. You can wash yourself, but you still don't you still have to dry yourself off? Well,
0: I'm not walking on there with a wet backside. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, but how do people use the bidets all the time?
1: You still have to dry yourself off, don't you?
0: I think you do, yeah. But you're not. But you're not using as much to dry yourself off.
1: Anyway, both features are offered uh, in their Pure Wash E90 E930 model, makes the E929 looks like a like a toothpick, right? Uh, which retails for the low price of two thousand one hundred forty nine dollars. <laughs> That's not for a full toilet, just the bidet seat itself. Although it's currently listed on their website for one thousand two hundred eighty nine dollars, so maybe it's on sale. It's not a totally new feature. Kohler already offers it in their uh, NuMi smart toilet that came out a few years back, but it's supposed to be a more affordable version than the common for the common man. Their mm. full toilet option costs over eleven thousand dollars, eleven thousand dollars with installation, and also has surround speakers. What do you need surround speakers on a throne for?
0: I well, is it noise canceling so no one can hear you? Uh, you know, do whatever you're doing in there.
1: Who is spending so much time in the bathroom? That you need all of this entertainment. You know,
0: you would never think that it would be all that spectacular. But the the but Kohler in particular, because they're kind of like a, the highest end of the highest end. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a company that's based in Kohler, Wisconsin. Yeah. And they have they have the showroom okay and you can go and you can visit you don't have to buy anything it's almost like a museum of, of yeah. like great toilet and shower technology and they have things that you would never in a million years think to yourself well i wish somebody would invent something like this but then you see it and you go yeah. oh dude what i wouldn't do to have something like that in my toilet and, and it's it's a it's an amazing place it's the uh, the the kohler uh the the, the kohler showroom yeah it's a, it, it's unbelievable
1: I, my old house, I had to get a, a new toilet seat every couple of years because the the house was so off-kilter because it was from the 1800s uh, yeah, yeah. that the seat would crack without fail. Like, it would just take a couple of years. But because
0: eventually- it, it wasn't flush?
1: Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, I'm, uh, I'm thinking you today, you today with the comedy chops. If the right one don't get you, the left one will. Perhaps. Oh, I got a big yeah. left hook on that one. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know who's spending all this time in the damn
0: bathroom for that long. Uh, I spend a lot of time. How? Why? What are you doing in there? I'm, I'm uh, like, candy crushing it. I'm, I'm doing my business. Yeah, okay, but why are you doing that? Go in, do your business, and get out. You know why? Why? I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with this is me time. It's totally me time. You can
1: have me time by going in the bedroom and laying down and closing the door
0: and not have anybody bother you. No but but with no uh interruptions. You know, it's like like, and that's kind of it's I you know, I've always appreciated that solitude in the bathroom. And I make sure I do what I can to prevent anyone from wanting to go in there.
1: One of my best friends, Kenny Dorito, his dad used to have all the Uncle John's bathroom readers, and we were talking about this last week off yeah. the air. The Uncle John's bathroom readers. Who's spending so much time in the bathroom that you're like reading the history of something? Like, and and does a lot of people? Yeah, but is your are, is there something wrong with your bowels? Because I would imagine that if you're not uh, doing something that in like a timely fashion, yeah you I think you might have I but I also think it was a way for this guy to just like you just said, me time get away from everybody
0: that's listen there have been times when I've like forgot to bring my phone into the bathroom mm-hmm. and I'm wind up reading like shampoo balls yeah you know I I just I, I have to have something to do with my hands. I have to be reading something yeah, I guess. I, I just it's like one of these things I've just conditioned myself to to need. It's, it's like I, I if I'm if I gotta bring my phone, otherwise what am I
1: gonna do? I don't feel the need to spend the time in the bathroom that most people do. I feel like I just wanna get in, get what I gotta get done, yeah. clean
0: up, and go home. Well, I have to tell you, a lot of time is not really a conscious decision uh that this is my bathroom time. Sometimes I just let my body do the speaking for me. Yeah. And uh, it oftentimes doesn't give me a lot of choice. Oh, really? And the allotted time... That you need... Right. ...to get it done. Right. And, you know, know. like know. Like, like, for example, when we're doing the show, and either one of us has to go to the bathroom, it, 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 there usually has to be a song being played, because then that gives you, like, anywhere between three to five minutes. That's to,
1: what the, that Benny and the Jets one was for.
0: Yeah, right. That gives you a full five minutes. Right, right. That, that's why, like, for example... uh uh, do you feel like we do? It's almost fourteen minutes long by Peter Frampton. Well, that's a godsend if a disc jockey has to play something like that.
1: Yeah, because then you can go to the bathroom, you could make coffee, you could yeah. read that Uncle John's bathroom but, reader.
0: But in my own time at home, I like to take it a little slow. I like to take it down a notch. I don't want to be rushing through it because I'm going to be my song is going to run out. You're putting up special
1: Glade candles, setting the mood lighting inside the
0: bathroom. Totally, yeah. Change, yeah, changing all the light bulbs to give it a little bit of a more mysterious and romantic mood. A little Peebo Bryson in the background. I like that. We're going to let you go. Going to hold you in my arms forever. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. You, you just like to set the mood. Why not? Yeah, I, I, I never understood that, how people can just go in there for so long. But, hey, I'm, I'm an odd duck. Well, I'm you not know, like Steve, everybody else. I understand dude.
0: that. But, I mean, have you ever... Have you ever taken the time to enjoy yourself in the bathroom? No. With something to read and no, something to do? because
1: you know what? I think growing up in a house full of, uh, you know, there were seven of us in that house.
0: Mostly uh, sisters.
1: Yes. You know, what, so, four
0: sisters? Three sisters. Three sisters? Yeah,
1: well, I, yeah, I'm surprised I, I, you had a question about my brother there, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm surprised you
0: yeah, yeah. even saw the inside of a bathroom.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that was always like, and my dad would have to do this like drill sergeant type of Hmm timers on the showers and then turning the hot water off because somebody was taking too long in the bath I mean, think about it three girls getting ready and they're all they're all a year apart from each other so mm-hmm. it's not like uh, one's going to school at a different time they're all going to school at the same time and they all got to get ready.
0: see when I lived in East Law Meadow we had four bathrooms in the house yeah and one was certainly designated for dad okay and it was mm-hmm. in the basement you know had an up flush. Yeah, it was uh you know away from everybody. It was really yeah you know, was your no, own personal uh, sanctuary. It truly was, mm-hmm. and you know what? I uh, I took my sweet ass time every time because I needed the solitude, I needed the uh, the alone time, the silence, mm-hmm. and my phone to catch up on news of the day. I get most of my best work done in the bathroom.
1: You had four bathrooms?
0: <sighs> yes. One on the first floor, yeah. Uh, 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 two upstairs, one for the master uh, bedroom, and then one in the basement. Wow. Yeah, four. You that's get a, a man. You can get a lot of work done in four bathrooms. Lot,
1: that's a lot to take care of. There's the maintenance alone.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I know. It, but uh, but yeah, I uh, yes, four, four of them. Glorious. Look at you. Now I'm living in a house with with one, so I have to pick and ch- I have to you know set a schedule. I at least have I, have. I have to do like an RSVP. I I at least
1: have two, and it's almost like a necessity when you have like two girls living in your home. You know, oh, I, I mean? know like, uh, that need. You need to have two separate places in the house. Yeah,
0: See, we, there's only two of us in the house, and uh, yeah, there's yeah, one bathroom. Like, it doesn't make sense to. Yeah, so if like uh, if you know she's got to go, I'll, you know I'm a gentleman. I'll say no, you first, please. Yeah, and then when she's when she's done, I can go and I can take my time.
1: She probably says, why don't you go out next to the shed where that snowblower was you were supposed to take out five
0: days ago. I don't like where this conversation's going. I do like where this conversation's going. I'm just trying to get you in trouble. Hey, you, 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 I don't need you to I, have, yeah, I don't right. need you for that. Yeah, you already do it on your own just fine. <laughs> it's 822 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. This just It's 833 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by 413 Pro Tint for tenting in your vehicle, home, or business. Call four one three Pro Tint in Springfield today. Here's local radio icon, Steve Nagel.
1: Uh, thank you, uh, Bax. Uh, the winter storm, uh, by the way, is is gone, but another one will be here tomorrow. But that will bring rain instead of snow. So you add that to all the crap that you got on the roads right now, good yeah. luck for your uh, Wednesday morning commute, because they say Tuesday night into Wednesday is going to be
0: a big sloppy mess. Oh, good.
1: Well, I'm glad to see we're getting back into uh, the winter here in New England.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it was inevitable, don't you think? Yeah, I guess. I mean, we, we, right. how, I mean it's, it's taken until you know, January for us to see even anything appreciable for snowfall. Right. And last year, last year was the totals. It was, like, it was like less than 10 inches of total snowfall.
1: Yeah, we didn't get very much at all. I think we got walloped in the March, I believe. Yeah, when it uh, was...
0: <clears> it, we were due.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, all the stories locally are about snowfall totals. Snowfall totals reported across Western Mass. Mm. Massachusetts closings and delays due to snow. Today's forecast. Five signs it's a scam a call before you even pick up. Chaotic Golden Globes had a bit of everything. Those are the top trending stories here in Western Massachusetts. Mm. Is that the fault of the people who live here, or is that just somebody making that up, that these are the trending stories?
0: I think that's just, uh, just made up.
1: Uh, cases of three major respiratory viruses, the flu, COVID-19, and RSV are surging in the U.S., pushing the country uh, towards a feared triple-demic during its first post-pandemic
0: respiratory viral season. Oh, uh, did you get geared up for respiratory viral season? I did not. It's uh, my all my... My preparation is in the shed along with my snowblower.
1: Optimism was high as uh, this autumn as the U.S. headed into the viral season. The national arsenal against the three viruses had vaccines against RSV for the first time. Newly updated COVID-19 vaccines and the flu immunity debt that uh, f- plagued children in 2022 was history. But now confidence is waning accessing the vaccine for RSV or respiratory syndical or I don't even know how to say it. Virus has been struggling for many, and enthusiasm for the new COVID-19 vaccines turned out to be abysmal. COVID-19 hospital admissions has have been raising, or I'm sorry, rising since November, and wastewater detection indicates most sites, 69 percent, are seeing large increases in virus levels. Flu activity across the country is currently elevated and continues to increase in most parts of the country, uh, according to the latest update from the CDC and vaccine uptake for the flu seems to be lagging, with the CDC saying nearly over 8 million fewer people got the shot by mid-December compared to the same period in 2022. It's going around. There's oh, lots know. of stuff going around, and uh, I don't know. I, I've been feeling like crap for the last week. I've taken three COVID tests over right. the last week. The other thing is they don't uh, they don't cover the COVID test anymore.
0: Yeah, now you got to pay, and, and they're not cheap. No, they're
1: $24 for two of them. 24 Which is ridiculous bucks. The, but your insurance doesn't cover them anymore
0: yeah but you know what's going to happen so now yeah. you're gonna have a bunch of people with covid that are either too cheap or incapable of uh, affording the test and now what's going to happen yeah now you're gonna have to uh, get everybody back in the parking lot of the old eastfield mall
1: and uh you know somebody's say, like, why are you even testing for the covid because here's the here's the deal Regardless of whatever your belief is on vaccines and all that crap, it's still responsible to not get other people sick with True. what you have. You know, just because uh, you know you're a warrior of winter and uh, want to go, uh, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to do any of this stuff. That doesn't mean you should be making other people sick on purpose.
0: No, but I mean, even with the, as you've learned that even with the the uh, the vaccine. You could still carry and get other people sick. Yeah. You just got to take it seriously and, and you know, and you, and you gotta, stay home.
1: And you got to watch that when, you, when you're when dealing with, like, people who are elderly or people who already have medical conditions that can't be around people like right. that. It's just, like, kind of common sense. But that seems to have gone out the window. Yeah,
0: common sense is not, uh, is not part of our makeup.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, let's let's go into like national stuff. Ready? Sure. An Ohio woman says she's not received her mail for over a month, and she's blaming it on the carrier. Cleveland resident Margaret Lyons said uh, she contacted the United States Postal Service about the issue. People have told me they sent me Christmas cards with money in it. The county uh, had a check that I was supposed to get for my granddaughter. I never got that either. Lyons says she confronted the carrier about her lack of mail and told them that they also uh, did not take the outgoing mail. Since the encounter, Lyons says she hadn't received any mail. However, her neighbors have. Lyons complained to the post office about the mail carrier and said she learned that there have been many complaints made against the carrier. The USPS reportedly told Lyons they had taken the carrier off the route when the first complaints were made. The decision did not last long. However, uh, the carrier was reinstated. She's protected by the union. It's very hard to fire her or transfer her. And I told them that if there's a lot of people complaining, then something needs to be done. You work for the post office, for goodness' sake! For goodness' sakes, you know it's a federal offense to mess with someone's mail. Well, the mail never stops. It keeps coming and coming. coming and coming and coming, and then it's published as Quilering House. Oh God, the humanity!
0: Well, you know, it's ever holding back her mail is probably doing her a favor. It's nothing but junk mail, like bills and you know, summons to jury duty, that kind of stuff. Yeah. She contacted the post
1: office to follow up on the complaint. After her route yesterday, they asked for her bag, and she had mail of mine in the bag. Why didn't you put it in my box, she said. The post office said Lyons will get all of her missing mail and is working to resolve the issue. You know, that's like the time I wanted to get transferred to Hawaii.
0: Yeah. How'd that work?
1: Well, uh, I had a friend of mine deliver all the mail, and uh, unfortunately the post office caught on because uh, too much of it was being delivered on time. (laughs)
0: That's how they caught me. Yeah, that's problematic.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, five teenagers are recovering after they were in a crash that ended with a car on the roof of a home in Tennessee. Investigators of the Pulaski Police Department said the car was traveling at a high rate of speed Wednesday afternoon on South Road Street. At some point, the vehicle hit a utility pole and it landed pressed up against the home, which was vacant at the time. It was devastating if you've ever seen anything like that. Neighbor uh, Keith Smith said, just imagine a car on top of a house It was just out of this world. You should see the way this car landed, almost like hanging in the front of the house from the utility pole.
0: Oh, my God. Really? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh, it's pretty insane. Many in the community say that speeding has long been an issue, and they feared something like this would happen. We were talking last week about, the, uh, about people putting barriers up. In front oh of their yeah homes ever since that conversation now I'm I'm noticing different properties that have like on cross streets yeah like the smart people have put these giant boulders in front of their house to make sure that a, if a car did come flying up the you know the cross street they wouldn't go right into their living room well yeah
0: you know, that's all very well and good but remember like last year there was a, a house and I, I think it was Munson where a car crashed into it, and the yeah. car launched and hit the the house on the yeah. second floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, you, you can have all the, where <laughs> all
1: was, the bull- that was like was in it? Belchertown or Granby or something, something like, like that. that yeah, you
0: know, Belchertown or Munson. I I don't even no, remember.
1: The engine. That's what it was. The engine came out of the car and landed in the second. Oh building. yeah, yeah, Not, it it wasn't right, the Car itself, but the car had. Yeah, several items, and then the engine went flying into the second floor apartment.
0: Yeah, but we've all seen enough episodes of the A Team to know that if you hit an, a, a boulder or another car hard enough, yeah, your your car could launch a few feet up in the air, and, and you could hit the second floor of a house. And you go, dang, dun dun, dun 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 I love it when a plan comes together. That's
1: right. A uh, Texas man has been arrested for allegedly taking a pregnant woman hostage and holding her against her will for several years. I got a buddy. <laughs> Officers broke through a window at a southeastern Houston home Friday evening, concerned they hadn't heard from a woman they believe was locked up there for years. The man who owns the home, 52-year-old Lee Carter, was arrested Thursday at a nearby motel. We were very concerned that there could have been somebody in there that needed immediate assistance, according to police commander Michael Collins. Inside the home, police found a dog, an empty mattress, and a deadbolt that closed from the outside. Uh, The television was still on. Police say the woman's whereabouts remain unknown. Carter appeared Friday in court facing accusations so concerning that a judge cleared the courtroom before reading aloud court documents and setting his bond at $100,000. He's accused of picking up a pregnant woman while she was panhandling in South Houston, then bringing her to uh, bringing her to the home. Neighbor uh, Jedediah Bites
0: Says, I bet he does.
1: Yeah, I bet he does. Says police came to his house almost a year ago regarding the situation. The cops came banging on my door, claiming that someone had called from the inside and was kidnapped and was not able to leave on her own. Right then, as the cops are standing at my door, a gal comes crawling out the window, just there with boards over it, clawing her way out, pregnant at eight months. In April, the woman <laughs> messaged police. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> First
0: of all, all right. So you've uh, you you've uh, you've fathered two. Yeah. Children, I've fathered three. I think we uh, we could probably both agree that the last thing you want to do is piss off a pregnant yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because she will rip you to pieces. My favorite scene was uh, in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles when Owen shows up <laughs> and he's got the wife there. Yeah. No, no, no. She can handle it. She once had a baby, came out sideways. <laughs> she didn't scream <laughs> did or nothing. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, woman told police, Carter locked her up, uh, forced himself on her, and forced her to take drugs, including pills <sighs> and crack cocaine, Neither. for four to five years. Court documents don't show if she ever gave birth, and if she did, whatever happened to the baby. Neighbors say they saw the woman sometimes. Isn't that horrible? That's like, crazy. This guy's, he's got her locked up in the house. There's... People going in and out of the neighborhood all the time, yeah. and it's like you ever wonder about some of those creepy neighbors you got. Like uh, you wonder, uh, you've driven by a house before and going, I wonder what's going on in that oh, yeah. place. Yeah,
0: sometimes you can you can almost spot the creepy house in the neighborhood.
1: That that is the uh, the most concerning That's part of it. The like awful. all this stuff that goes on there. Well, how about that for a nice happy story to end the newscast? Oh, here? good. Well, we always like to do hostage-taking and, uh, and kidnapping <laughs> right. as of our longest thing. Well, I did that for my body down this wall. Your Pioneer <laughs> Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 35. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 36. It's 24 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851. And Stone Temple Pilots... On Rock 102.
1: Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 35. Tomorrow, not so sunny as uh, clouds move in and another storm storm system comes throughout the area with lots of rain. Into Tuesday, into Wednesday. High of 36 tomorrow. 24 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Rock 102 and Feel Good Shop Local. Want to help you start the new year off right with a shopping spree. Could be worth uh, 100 bucks. Think about that. Over 50 local businesses on the site to choose from. You can shop from the comfort of your own home. Enter rock102.com for your chance to win a $100 gift certificate to feelgoodshoplocal.com will choose a winner on January 16th. That's uh just about what 8 days from today. Uh mm-hmm. last month's winner, Diane Waterhouse Barberizi was the uh, winner from Feeding Hills and it's your chance to win with feelgoodshoplocal.com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Are you uh you know anybody doing dry January?
0: Um not that I'm aware of. I know people who are doing it, but uh yeah. I, you know, I am I'm not the uh, I'm not hanging with those people. Here's this
1: uh, story off of uh, CNN, I guess. ringing in the new year with new goals, millions of Americans are participating in dry January, a month of no alcohol, which is said to reap health benefits like improved sleep, weight loss, and lower blood pressure. According to a study, regular drinkers who abstained from alcohol even for thirty days saw an improvement in sleep and energy. Of those who participated in dry January in 2018, 71 improved sleep, 58% lost weight, 54% saw an improvement in their skin, and 67% had more energy, according to the University of Sussex study. It can also help your wallet. 90% of study participants say they saved money during dry January. God, you almost
0: make sobriety sound
1: good. I know. And the health benefits extend past the 30 days of abstinence. Six months after completing dry January, participants reported drinking one less per week. One day less per week and consumed about one drink less each day that they drank. But I would imagine some people, you know, knowing the uh, you know the processes of addiction and things mm-hmm. like that. Because not everybody who does dry January has an addiction problem. But there are people that do have the addiction to alcohol. Sure. When you come, February comes around, you're making up for the 30 days that you just didn't drink for.
0: Well, and you're also drinking at the same level you had, you were at when or, you
1: started it. Or more. Right. Because the person with the addiction, which there's a lot of people out there that have those, uh, you're drinking more to, to make up for the feeling that you haven't felt. And th- I'd like to see the full stats on the health uh, no, you're, benefits, you're, risks you're, and benefits.
0: From you're that. never going to get the full stats. And, yeah. and, and are these, and I don't even know, uh, are these health benefits trackable after only a month?
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, most of the time when they say, you know, for your in order for your liver to regenerate, it takes like two years.
0: Yeah, that's that's yeah. my whole thing. Like, oh, let's say I've got really bad skin, okay? Yeah. And it looks terrible. And I'm drinking so much and my skin just gets gets worse and worse. But then I stop for the month of January. Yeah. Well, have you ever got like a boo boo on your hand? You know, yeah. sometimes it takes like a couple of weeks for the the, 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 the the scab to clear. Yeah. Well, if I stop drinking, does that mean my skin is going to be uh, clear the following day? No. Of course no, not. It's going to take
1: gonna... months or years to even
0: repair it. Well, see, that's why this is so misleading. You know,
1: but but let's just say you got that full-blown alcoholic uh, years down the road. He's finally in the hospital. He's got uh, ascites of the liver. Right. He's, uh, or cirrhosis with the ascites uh, effect, right? Yeah. And he's on his deathbed, and you're like, you know, and the doctor comes in and goes, you know what? If you hadn't done Dry January for like five years in a row, you would have been dead five years ago. Yeah, like that's how much this beneficial Dry January has this, been to you. This, this gave yeah. you a full
0: five yeah, extra yeah, months. Look at you, huh? Yeah. yeah see, Don't you, you feel
1: great? You, you added five extra months to your life. Good for you. <laughs> so uh, take the benefits of Dry January. Yeah,
0: I, I really, I really enjoy this uh, this lifestyle of only drinking eleven months out of the year. I call it uh, I, I do High January.
1: And February and March and April (laughs) and May and June, all the months. It's high every month.
0: (laughs) It's 856 on Rock 102. Listen
1: for Snow Country Ski Reports Monday through Friday.